0: Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it, but that somebody doesn't have to be you at the Rhodes group. We can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at Rhodes group.com.
1: This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch.
0: Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite uh, Atlanta and Georgia guests, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta all right uh i've been waiting for this one i'm really excited to welcome in i'm going to call him the former falcons quarterback i know the eagles time happened and Steelers, but let's focus on the guy who's now doing it on tv and doing it at a high level mike vick is in his fifth year with fox and fs1 you see him on fox's nfl kickoff show but he's the former falcon quarterback mike vick joining us this week on the podcast mike we appreciate the time how are you
3: i'm doing great how about you
0: Doing well. So uh, I said when I was thinking about the interview, I was like, Mike has covered so much stuff about the way things ended in Atlanta that I don't want to go over that ground because you've answered it over and over again. So I want to talk about your highlights in Atlanta because this is all about an Atlanta podcast. So uh, I know what Atlanta thought of you when when the trade was announced that the Falcons were going to move to number one uh, the year you were in the draft, and the excitement level was through the roof. What did you think of Atlanta, the Falcons, and what did you know about the city when you found out the Falcons were going to take you?
3: Well, I knew um, enough about the city, but, but not enough, I, I say all I to say. Um, but I did notice that my family would be able to travel and come to Atlanta as opposed to traveling out to San Diego. I knew that would be very expensive. Um, so right then and there, I was like, this is a plus. And, you know, the fact that it was Atlanta, I, I instantly looked up the culture and, uh, you know, what the city of Atlanta was about, what the state of Georgia was about. And I instantly got comfortable. Um, but right then I was like, if, if I go to this franchise, I really have to turn it around. So my fond memory was, you know, knowing that I was going to a place that needed me more than anything, more than San Diego.
0: Well, I think the cool thing too was you mentioned the culture of the city and like you came in and it just felt like, I and mean, this is a famous college quarterback who's got this electrifying style of play that we're going to be on the primetime map, and now the Falcons become this talking point. Like, did you have an idea at that young age how big your presence was locally?
3: No, I didn't. But the only thing I was thinking about was, man, if I come into this opportunity, this organization, we have to win. And I think my focus was always to not end up looking like a bust or being a bust. And I knew by watching certain guys who was drafted before me that you can get labeled very quickly. And I just didn't want that to happen. So my my focus was just about being the best football player that I could be and giving the organization everything I had in the first five years of my career because I knew that was the critical moments.
0: Mike, I thought about uh, what your style and like at that point would have been like playing in the time of social media where everything's dissected and over dissected. When you were Coming into your own with the Falcons, it was a different, it's only 20 years ago or whatever, but it's a different, like, media world. How much did you pay attention to what was being said around you when you weren't at the complex or on the field?
3: Yeah, well, I, I just, you know, I tried to focus in on, on what was important. And, and most important for me was about getting acclimated to the city of Atlanta, getting acclimated to being in a new position, and getting to know my, my teammates the best that I could. Uh, I'll never forget that you know, talking to Billy White Shoes and, and, you know, guys like Jesse Tuggle before my first practice, you know, it, it was a lot of anxiety because they was like, the first thing you have to do is make sure that everybody, you know, respects you in the huddle. And I'm like, man, I got so many other things that I got to worry about. I couldn't hear the outside noise or the outside distractions because everything was so internal as far as what needed to happen with the organization and turning the organization around. You know, I just knew I was in a good spot, but you know, had to take advantage of every opportunity football-wise.
0: I'm gonna ask you about some of your favorite moments in a minute, but like we always remember the Mike Vick experience, the commercials and, and Madden and all that stuff. What is it like? Take me through that. Like looking through your eyes, you're in the shotgun or you're under center and you drop back. Play breaks down and you take off. Like in that moment, how fast or slow is the game moving? What is it like when Mike Vick is the fastest guy in the field and you're trying to outrun NFL players?
3: was great Um, you know what I can vividly remember is getting out on the edge left side or right side and you know seeing defenders downfield and hearing you know because when the ball is snapped like I don't know about other quarterbacks but I I just go kind of like deaf like I I couldn't hear anything it was like everything was moving in slow motion but it was really moving you know at an accelerated speed but to me the game was slowed down I could you know, see people in the background cheering as I, as I made plays or maybe through my peripheral vision. vision. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but still able to, like, envision er- everything and soak everything in. And, and then once a completion was made, whether inside the pocket or outside the pocket, whether I was scrambling or just sitting back, you know, once the completion was made, I heard a crowd. If it was an incompletion, I heard a crowd. You know, and sometimes it's cheers, and sometimes it's murmurs, and just and and, and somewhat, you know, booze or, or disgruntled fans. But the whole experience, man, was like, you know, it was it was unmatched in terms of anything I've seen in any sports arena. Um, because from entertainment to just a strong fan base, people came to represent and you know be a part of of our, the culture we was building.
0: Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the Flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home, check out the Daily Draft's newest menu edition, the Tailgate Box. Yes, you can enjoy their wings, boneless wings, a couple of sides, a bag of popcorn, and of course, their homemade jumbo cookies. Now, these are pre-order only. You can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the Daily Draft to get the pre-orders in. If you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week, or even order on Uber Eats, check out the Daily Draft. They have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11 30 till three 30. Again, go to the or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram, the daily draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer, bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at the daily draft.
4: $5 minimum balance required.
2: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. All
0: right, so let me ask you about some of the moments, and you can give short answers, long answers, however you decide. Let me Games or the moments. Like, you guys won a second-round playoff game against the Rams on a Saturday night in 2005 by 30 points. Like, Mike, you played in that league long enough to know winning a playoff game by three points is something. That night you rushed for 119, threw two touchdowns. You guys put 47 on the Rams. What's your lasting memory from that night?
3: Yeah, well, coming into the game, I remember during the week calling Jim Moore and saying, Jim, this is such a big moment. I've been waiting for this for the last three years. Everything that I've wanted for this city is like right here, right now. Even though we played Green Bay, in the playoffs a couple years ago, yeah, a couple years prior, it was still, um, you know, it was on the road, and it wasn't at home, and this is my first home playoff game, and I just didn't want to disappoint, and Jim was like, man, you're going to set the world on fire. Just go be yourself, and what I remember is breaking a nice run uh, in the beginning of the game, first quarter, you know, maybe a like 40-yard run, uh, you know, cut up through the middle and, and broke to the right on the outside, got on the edge, and you know, it was just me and the safety, and he he walked me down—not the fastest. You know, I'm I'm super quick, but not not the fastest in terms of long speed, which sounds ironic to a lot of people I know. <laughs> but you know, that's just my personal perspective. Um, but still, to, to set the tone that way, and I think the first drive ended with a touchdown pass to Crumpler, and then you know, a, a lot of things just went right, and I was very very comfortable, and I was in a zone, and I used to love being into a zone, and in, in a zone that was so unreal uncanny that I felt like I was taking advantage of the defense I, I'm too on top of my game and uh you know I felt that way that night which was amazing and uh you know we beat a team that was a really good team that year who uh had me nervous during the week so that was my fondest memory just you know every all those highlights all about in one
0: so you mentioned two years earlier going to Lambeau play Brett Favre Packers just they never lost in the playoffs at home That's your first playoff game. It's on the road. You guys had a drive to start that game that was just picture perfect, and you end up winning the game by 20 points on the road. And then Arthur Blank, we've heard it since, told you on the sideline, you just made history at 22 years old. Stop and think about that. Now, maybe at 22, those words don't resonate, but at 41, does it make more impact now?
3: Yeah, at 41, it definitely makes more sense. And it's certainly uh, something I'm proud about. And, you know, when I think of it, I I can remember that moment like it was yesterday. You know, that hug and really not being able to, um, I guess, really and truly interpret what Arthur was saying. I didn't know what it meant then. I didn't know it was history. I was just trying to beat Brent Favre. I knew he was the underdogs. I um, was another night where I was in the zone. And, uh, you yeah, know, I, 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 I'm thankful for those moments now because, you know, as you know, I, I think back throughout my career. Like I, I, I I'm my own worst critic, and uh, you know, I felt like that was was one of the times where, man, it's like, you know, you you play the game of football, especially on the professional level, and you don't really know what to expect. But when you find that success and have that success, you're very thankful that it worked out the way that that you you would like for it to work out, and the way you you practiced and planned and prepared for it to work out.
0: So let me ask you about two highlight plays in the regular season. The the Viking run is always going to be just the most ridiculous, like athletic, unbelievable thing that many of us have ever seen. Um, In the midst of that, take me through that moment and then watching it again. Like, do you ever marvel watching stuff back? You had two NFL players run into each other seconds after you split the gap on it. So take me through that moment.
3: Yeah, well, you know, the Vikings, they became very repetitive that day in terms of coverages they, they were playing. And, you know, one thing I learned throughout the course of a professional game, you know, teams are not going to get too far off on what's working. And sometimes I used to bog myself down thinking that teams are going to come in and try to play me different, so I will prepare a certain way. But, you know, you got to do what's making you successful in the moment. And they just kept playing man coverage and taking away a lot of what we were trying to do downfield. You know, good pass rush, good defenders, and It was opening up lanes. So, you know, I I try to exhaust all options and, you know, running that day was working for me. And, you know, even though I threw for over 150, I I rushed for over 150 as well. So, you know, that run at the end was them playing the coverage that I've seen all game. And, like, you know, I'm just tired of y'all playing this coverage on me. (laughs) And you're not going to continue to play this coverage on me, especially not the first player overtime Uh, or whatever down it was. And I, Never like predetermined when I was gonna run, and but that play I was kind of like, you know, if they if I come off this fake and I look downfield and they still playing this coverage, I'm probably just gonna take off. And I took off, you know, as I planned, because you know when you plan ahead, you can you just step ahead of the defense. I'm out on the edge before I knew it, and you know built up speed and was able to kind of like split between two guys. I knew I had two guys to beat, and when I split them. Um, I didn't know they ran into each other. I just seen the end zone, and I just was like, man, this is it. This game could be over. And when I got into the end zone, I was just so excited. The the greatest part about that that moment was looking back and watching the whole sideline and all my teammates running towards me to just bombard me. And I knew they was gonna trample me, so I just ran in the locker room. So it was a highlight <laughs> moment. I love it. Was it. A highlight moment. Yeah. Hey,
0: last one for you on the on the highlight moments. So I remember sitting in the Georgia Dome. I'm on the 30 yard line, watching Mike Vick against the Panthers on a fourth and goal from the 12. And as I've said, levitate for the last two or three yards to score a game tying touchdown. Now again, you watch your highlights, and I, you know, you lived it, but like. That's gutsy right there on a the fourth and twelve, that yeah. I'm just going to go right up the middle and score. And in, in, in that moment, do you yeah. look back on that thing and think, how the hell did that happen?
3: Yeah, I do. And uh, what I appreciate about that moment more than anything was that I I was in contract talks with the Falcons at that time, and, and you know, to not get so incumbent in, in what was happening off the field and money and you know, this day is this contract, this number being thrown at you and the next day, you know, you don't like what the contract is saying. You know, to play through all that and, you know, to have a game like that in a, in a big moment, you know, um, when everything around me was kind of, you know, up in the balance, you know, my career with the Falcons and how long I was going to be there at the time. And, you know, to still just stay focused throughout that game and then have that moment at the end just kind of like epitomize Know, everything that I worked hard for that season and for you know, with my teammates for, you know, three you know, three years prior and you know, I was just happy the guys pushed through and played hard and, and you know, I appreciate all the guys who blocked for me over the years, all the guys who caught passes for me over the years. And, you know, especially the my offensive lineman who, who laid it all out in the line. I appreciate them more at forty one now than I did when I was 24 and I wish it was the other way around, Um, you know, because when you in a moment is always better. But those guys, man, they they uh, they was very prosperous, too. We had a great run.
0: Yes, we're brought to you by the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. It's kind of my go-to. I'm a little bit lucky. I live in Woodstock, so I'm right around the corner to downtown Woodstock on Main Street to see the Daily Draft, which I've told you many times, it's the ultimate sports bar experience, not your father's sports bar. You're talking wall-to-wall flat screens, self-serve taps, craft bar, chef-inspired menu. And with sizzling plays ahead, if you're planning on tailgating both this summer or this fall, maybe you're going to MBS or Athens or on the flats, or you're hosting a game night at your home check out the daily drafts newest menu edition the tailgate box yes you can enjoy their wings boneless wings a couple of sides a bag of popcorn and of course their homemade jumbo cookies now these are pre-order only you can go to the uh, thedailydraft.net or give them a call at the daily draft to get the pre-orders in if you're also looking for a new place to grab lunch during the week or even order on uber eats check out the daily draft they have a great lunch lineup for only 11 bucks Monday through Friday from 11.30 till 3.30. Again, go to thedailydraft.net or you can check them out on Facebook or Instagram. The Daily Draft, a unique experience from the moment you walk through the door, a walk-up window to order drinks from the sidewalk, craft beer bar, pool tables, darts, wall-to-wall flat screens. You won't miss a single second of the game. Go check them out today at The Daily Draft.
1: And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.
0: Mike, before we finish up, let me just go through some names. You tell me first thing you think about. Arthur Blank.
3: That's amazing. Dan Reeves. Um, humor. Jim Mora. Personable. Greg Knapp. Hilarious. You make me laugh all the time. Brian Finneran. (laughs) Reliable.
0: That's not a bad one. What, uh, (laughs) what do you think you could have done with Bob Petrino? You ever thought about like that combo of what you two could have done together?
3: Oh man. I tell guys all the time, uh, Hugh Jackson was our offensive coordinator that year, and just to kind of sum it up in the short, uh, after learning Petrino's offense in the spring, OTAs, and then getting chewed out by him a couple times in front of everybody, he showed our team that he wasn't afraid of Mike Vick or who he was, uh, which in turn made me a better quarterback, made me want to prove to him that I could do everything he asked. You know, it was conversations in our building that I was going to be the MVP of the league that year, and You know that was my seventh season. You know I was really kind of not burnt out, but you know I was going through a lot in terms of what I was dealing with with the media, and you know I started to learn that you know the quarterback is gonna get the brunt of the blame, whether you know is is your you're the reason you lose or not. Um, You got to find a way to pull through. So I was just going through a learning phase in my life, and you know trying to determine if I was if I wanted to be a Falcon, you know for the next couple of years, like this is stories that I, I don't tell people, but you know, he, he, he Jackson and, and Bobby Petrino said I, that they thought I would be the MVP of the league that year. So I was peaking. I was 27, learned a new offense that was past centric, and uh, I was ready to roll that year, man. And it's so unfortunate I didn't make it to that, to that season, and um, I think that led to, you know, just my life going in a different direction.
0: Mike, finally, uh, what was it like the first time you saw your image, your face on on Madden in 2004? And and what was the best game you had playing with digital, Mike Vick, on Madden?
3: (laughs) Oh, man, it it was amazing. It was a dream come true. I grew up playing Madden, started playing Madden in 1993, 92, 93, when the game first came out. And then uh, to find myself on the game, uh, let me see that would be 10 years later, you know, so at the age of 13, I started playing and at the age of 23, I was on the game, you know, he's talking about a dream coming true. Um, you know, that was surreal and and then but I, could, I was never a good player playing with myself on Madden. You know, <laughs> I, I tell everybody um, I, I, I have, I, I used to love the fact that guys play with me and I was like the human cheat code on the game. I was, was the cheat code on the game, but I like playing with guys like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and drew Brees, because they had the passive vision back then that was real wide and i could pass the pass the ball i always wanted to be like those guys and i'm not afraid to say it
0: i love that hey tell people about the michael vick dual threat system which i know people can go to proclasscom slash vick what do they see there yeah
3: yeah you can go to proclasscom com slash vick get the mike vick dual threat system uh learn how to become a dual threat tips training t- training tips techniques on you know, how I trained, how I became the ultimate dual threat, ran for a thousand yards in uh, 2006 from being a dual threat and having that system in place. And now they call it the read option. But, you know, a lot of kids come up to me and they want to know. They come to my football camps and they want to know. And not just only will this be a dual threat system. um, You know, we want to continue to to teach training tips on speed, agility, how to build your 40 time, how to get faster. You know, things that I did that people don't believe in but you know i want to bring to life and uh you know very excited about you know putting out my training regimen and how i feel like i became one of the best athletes in the world and you know it was it was mental and physical so we just trying to put that all on display so it's time man it's time
0: for sure something to have fun with People can go to ProClass.com slash Vic. And as we finish up your fifth year doing Fox and FS1, you've gotten good at this TV game. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. When you first came to Atlanta, I'm like, is this guy going to do this when his career's done? Like, you're Mr. TV star now.
3: Yeah, well, look, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy the people I work with, more importantly. Uh, I appreciate Fox, you know, for giving me the opportunity. And, you know, certainly, uh, you know, we we work hard as we can to, to try to make you know, the best TV that we can. And and I I love that I can come with a quarterback's perspective. And, you know, I'm thankful that I, you know, know a lot of positions and can see a lot. When I watch a game, I can pull so much from it and then can bring it to life, you know, on such a cool platform. So, uh, you know, just very appreciative for sure and we continue to work hard at it.
0: Mike, I couldn't be happier for you. I'm so glad the Falcons, when they brought you back, to honor you that day. I know the fans were thrilled. Continued success with the uh, dual threat system with Fox, and uh, thanks for spending some time back in Atlanta with us.
3: No doubt. Thanks for having me.
0: Folks, let me ask you a question. When it comes to dealing with experts, don't you know they've got your best interest in mind? Think about somebody in the medical profession as opposed to you diagnosing yourself. You would never do that. When When it comes to insurance, I would think, yeah, you can go shop your own rates, but don't you want the professionals to do it for you? The experts? Well, I'm talking about the Rhodes Group. My friend Clayton Rhodes and the great folks at the Rhodes Group, they did that for me. And you should know, you should be shopping your rates or having pros do it each and every year because the rates change so much. When I'm talking about home or car insurance, you could be saving a bundle if you have professionals like the Rhodes Group shopping for you. They did just that and they saved me a couple of thousand dollars a year with home and car insurance combined you can be the next to save a bunch of money with the roads group. I want you to go to their website. It's roads group.com. It's spelled R H O a D S group.com or follow me on real Matt Lana on Twitter. You'll see the link. You can click over and have them give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the roads group locally owned, a great bunch of folks who are professionals when it comes to finding you the best rates, go to roads group.com. Have them shop your rates They'll give you 10 quotes in 10 minutes at the roads Group.
1: This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation, like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk. It's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint.
0: Guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast, and thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madland.
3: Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, and we ride on them things like every day. Big beats hit streets, seat, gangsters
0: roaming, and parties don't stop till eight in the morning. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play, and we
2: ride on them things like every day. Big
3: beats hit streets, seat, gangsters roaming, uh-huh. and parties don't.